0: Hello, and welcome to the Self-Improvement Book Club with Rachel. We are back again with the very popular self-help book of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Now, I was breaking down each habit into a different podcast because it's a lot to take in, and no one should take on all of these habits at once. So, I am breaking them down slowly in order, but maybe not week after week. I may review some other books as well. So we are on habit number two, which is begin with the end in mind. So it's all about creating a personal mission statement that defines your values and your goals. So once you have this clear understanding of what you want to achieve in life, you can then make some really powerful decisions and take actions that are aligned with your values and your goals. And in my opinion, this takes a lot of courage or bravery or whatever you wanna call it. So I'm gonna go on a tangent here. To be brave is to have the quality of being courageous, facing, some fears, some danger, maybe some pain, and pushing through it. It is the ability to do what's right even when it's difficult or scary. So that's what I think that you need in order to live by your values. And hey, we have all gotten off course once or twice in our lives or maybe more. These are great lessons in order to bring you back on course. So, if you think about it, if you're going along this journey of life and you have this compass in your hand that's always telling you, you need to go north because that is what you really care about. So, this is beginning with the end in mind, right? You want to get north because somewhere in Canada (laughs) is this wonderful place that you want to be. I mean, maybe you're not going to be in Canada, but. When I think of North, I think of Canada. So let's say you have this magical compass that kind of helps guide you through life to get where you want to go. Some things may pull you off course along the way, and you have to be brave and you have to stand up for what you believe in, even when everyone disagrees with you, to keep going in the direction that you know that you can go in your life. So this is listening to your instincts listening to your gut, speaking out against injustice, or putting yourself out there to help others, even when people might not think you're doing the right thing, but you know you're doing the right thing. So this bravery is not about being fearless because we all have fears. It's about being afraid and doing it anyways, because in your gut, you know, that's the direction you want to take your life it's about facing your fears and overcoming them. So some of the most brave, wonderful people in history are people like Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, the firefighters who responded to the 9-11 attacks. They ran into these burning buildings to save other people's lives, even though they may not come out alive. And I'm sure they had families also. So, Maybe that's where you want to take your life. I want to do things that are important to me and that I care about. And I want to, you know, face all the judgment that people may have about me and still do what I think is right. So, some things that brave people have that are great qualities again, being courageous, having strength, so being able to overcome fears, having resilience, so we all make mistakes. It's okay, you make a mistake, you get off course for a little bit, it takes a lot of resilience to bounce back from that, learn those hard lessons, and keep going. You know, it's going to happen, we're going to get off course, so that ability to get back on course is so important. And this one, I preach all the time, it's compassion. So having compassion for others, and really important to have compassion for yourself, Don't hold yourself to a standard that you hold no one else to. Like, everyone else can make mistakes, but I cannot. Because that gets in the way of you forgiving yourself so that you can move on and make positive changes in your life. Therefore, I really believe that the step of beginning with the end in mind takes a lot of bravery and courage, resilience, strength, and compassion to move through. Now, in the book to begin with the end in mind you create a personal mission statement so some steps you can take to create that personal mission statement is to reflect on your values some questions you can ask yourself are what are things that are most important to me what do i believe in what do i want to stand for in life and then the second step is to set goals. What do I wanna achieve in, the, in my life? What are some short-term and long-term goals? From there, after you reflect on your values and you set your goals, you wanna write your mission statement. So once you have a clear understanding of your values and your goals, you're gonna write your mission statement and capture that as your vision for life. Now, I'm going to go into more details about these steps, but that is a short summary of how to make your personal mission statement. It should be personal to you, first of all. It should ev- invoke something inspiring in you, like something that you really want to feel alive and something that you're passionate about, but it's also okay to build realistic goals and build up from there. But it should be something that you can refer to on a regular basis to stay focused on your goals. So some examples could be to be a loving and supportive spouse, parent, friend, to make a positive impact on the world through my work, to live a life of adventure and discovery. So these are all goals but your goals are going to be personal to you some additional things that can be in your personal mission statement is that it can help you stay motivated when things get tough so that resilience piece some reminders of when things get tough this is what i can pull from it can help you make decisions that are aligned with your values so when we clearly define our values then it's easier to make decisions. And we should review our values every year. Did they change at all? Am I growing in certain areas and other things have become more important to me? So again, values change over time, but they are the foundation of your decision making and how you want to live your life. You can also help build a strong sense of identity through this work. And Overall, you're gonna get a more fulfilling life when you define what you truly want. So I wanted to give you a couple more tips on how to really reflect on your values. You can start by identifying your core values. What are things that are really important to you that you believe in, that you stand for in life? These are some of the other questions. But you can go to the internet, Google, our friend Google, and say, give me a list of core values. Print that out and start to circle any of the values that are really important to you. Now, you're going to be surprised because you're going to circle, circle, circle. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, all this is important to me. But here's the tricky part. You want to get down to about 10, maybe even five values that are your core values. So there's a lot of Sophie's Choice in there. You're going to have to say, all right, Out of these two, which one is more important to me? So whittling that down is really difficult because there's probably a lot of things that seem important to you, but we want to get to the core values and think about how your values have shaped your life. What decisions have you made based on your values? So this is past stuff we can draw from and say, okay, when I made this decision, why did I do it? Did I do it for my children? Did I do it because I valued my job, money, whatever it is? So if you look back at your history and decisions you have made, why did you make them? How have your values influenced your relationships, your career, and maybe your outlook on life? Consider how values may change in the future. Again, values do not stay the same our whole lives. When we are teenagers, we may value freedom or autonomy more than we do later in life where we value our close relationships, or family. So things change. Talk to others about your values. Discussing your values with friends and family or a great therapist can help you clarify your thoughts and feelings. Some people, and I know this from being a therapist, are out loud processors. So they Actually, come to their own conclusion when they talk out loud and they say, you know, what they're thinking and they help clarify their own thoughts by telling someone else. Now that someone else doesn't have to give them advice, they can just helpfully listen, reflect back to them what they're saying so that they can clarify themselves. And then, of course, you want to write down your values and live your values. So be patient with yourself. Be honest with yourself and be open to change. Maybe you have not actually made decisions on things that are most important to you due to fear or other factors. Like I really value being honest, but I'm so afraid of being judged by everyone that I hide my authentic self and that's not working for me anymore. So I'm going to actually do the thing that takes courage live in my values, and have a more fulfilling life. Other things you can do with the highly effective habit of beginning with the end in mind. And that is knowing the difference between a destination and a compass. A destination is a specific goal that you want to achieve. Like, let's say that you want to run a marathon. You know, you would train, you would take all the steps, and then you'd run the marathon. Destination, goal, completed. A compass, on the other hand, which I talked about before, is a tool that can help you stay on track to your destination. So your personal mission statement is like that compass. It helps you stay on track towards your goals, even when things get tough. I mean, it's all about the journey anyways. Another tool you can use is the visualization of your future. Visualization is a process of creating mental images of your desired future. When you visualize your future, you're essentially creating that blueprint, putting it in your subconscious and creating that blueprint for your life. So your personal mission statement can help you visualize your future by giving you a clear understanding of your values and your goals. So there are things that can help you visualize your future. You can create a vision board. This is a collection of pictures, words, quotes that represent that desired future. So maybe you're a writer, maybe you're visual. So you can write out that mission statement or you can create a board that shows it. And that's a great powerful tool also. You can meditate. You can think about your future through that. When you meditate, you can use imagery of your wonderful future you're going to create. You can journal. Journaling is a great way to explore your thoughts, your feelings about the future. You can continue to write down your goals and your progress and start seeing everything so much more clearly as you're achieving them and how it feels. Is it aligned? Are you getting off track? So this is a process to help you see where you're at because it's a continual process. Also, a great tool, again, is to talk to people who have achieved their goals Talking to people who have achieved their goals is a great way to get inspired and motivated. They can share their insights, their experiences, and they can help you along your way. And of course, you must take action. Action is one of the best ways to visualize your future. When you take steps towards your goal, you see them as more achievable because you realize you can do really hard things and stay motivated and take And take breaks as you need them, please. But you can see how you can achieve things as you go. Another wonderful thing this habit gives you is the power of self-awareness. Self-awareness is the ability to understand our own strengths, weaknesses, values, and goals. When you are aware of yourself, You're better equipped to make decisions and take actions that align with those values and goals. I mean, habit two is so powerful. It's a powerful habit that can help you build a more vibrant, fulfilling, and successful life by creating a personal mission statement, visions for the future, and helps give you that clear direction and purpose so that you can make better decisions in your life. Because unfortunately, if we do not live a life aligned with our values, we may experience a number of negative consequences, which include stress. Okay, stress, yes, some stress is good, but a lot of stress is not good. When we make decisions or take actions that are not aligned with our values, we feel more stressed, more anxious, and this is because we're essentially going against what we believe in, which makes us very uncomfortable inside and not the good kind of uncomfortable. We feel unfulfilled and we might try to fill that with unhealthy things like habits that are not good for us. If we are not living aligned with our values, we feel dissatisfied with our lives because we are not living in a way that's true to ourselves and we can sense this emptiness and lack of purpose and again I believe we fill it in ways that are not healthy to ourselves we also have dishonesty when we're not aligned with our values we are either dishonest with ourselves lying to ourselves or dishonest with others or both and this is because we're trying to keep up with a facade that is not truly who we are and I want every single one of you to be your true selves and align with your purpose this also then creates a lack of motivation. When we don't feel fulfilled, we don't wanna do anything and we kind of feel this lackluster in our lives, which can lead to depression, sometimes severe depression, if we don't feel aligned, we feel hopelessness and despair. So I really encourage you to identify your fears if you're trying to come up, overcome them and live a life with more purpose and value and start to align with how you want to see your life take those small steps and small steps is key because that's why i'm breaking down the habits into a different podcast because we should not expect ourselves to change overnight or take on too much at once love yourself enough to see these small changes and encourage yourself one small step at a time is so powerful Find your support system, please. Find the person that's going to say, you're doing it. I'm so proud of you. Look at these small changes you're making. They're going to add up into bigger ones. Find your people. Believe in yourself. The most important thing is that you can believe that you can change and that you can live a life that is so aligned with who you are and your purpose that it. it it just radiates out of you. We have this light inside of us that we all need to shine. We we would be a better world collectively if we shined our lights together and lived a life that we are so in love with. We just want to share it with others and help others and just spread the love. So anyways, <laughs> habit number two, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Keep reading keep being compassionate to yourself, and we'll see you next week on the Self-Improvement Book Club with Rachel. Have a good one.